Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah. I love that new system. New camera. We, we're getting a new camera. Le'ilu nishmas imi mori rossi ruzbas mordechai. Shmuli yecht. In honor of the Fiyami committee that's all the members who push our butts at Torah with our dearest thing, Maggie Chirbelli. I guess there's a new, it's a new sponsorship. Ben Avram Moshe Peretz Neriyar. Again, Kopman, who was ripped away from us at such a young age, may his neshama have an aliyah. The Masech is sponsored by Yossi Nesli Elbaum and their children, Tila and Ruvain. Leonid Shmas Bailitzi Poribas Ruvain. And for Shidduch, for Tila Sorabas, Sister Leia. By Miriam Friedman, Kalman Goldberg, Yaakov Zeret, Rufu Shlema, from Moshe David Ben Fager Rachel, a member of the Shir, Yishad Rufu Shlema. Natan Davidov, success in Parnoso. Effie's Weigenhaft, in honor of Benti Mandel F226, getting Effie Zoller F223 to join the Shir, welcome. Jay Berger, for Avi Berger, for getting encouraging, getting encouraging so many people to learn the daf. Yudok Kirlin, Rufua Shlema, Leirocho, Basmalko, Lili Nishmas, Alexander, Ben, Aroin. Raboy the moment you've been waiting for. We are going to do the big giant raffle. Now, just to explain what this raffle is all about for the new guys. We did something called Grow the Daf. Let me see if I have it correct. GrowTheShear.com. Grow the Shear. And that is people that are already part of the Shear. That includes even the new guys. They could go out and get somebody to join the Shear. The somebody that, that joins the Shear gets a free Gemara. Special edition. Limited edition. While supplies last. And the guy that's already in the Shear gets a Gemara. Plus he gets... To go into the raffle. The raffle, which we're doing today, is for a brand new Art Scroll Shas. That's raffle number one. Raffle number two is two tickets to Eretz Yisrael from America. And hang out with some of the characters on the MDY show. You can go bike riding with Avi Gargir in the mountains. He just pointed to himself, so I'm assuming that's what he's saying. You can even hang out with Nehemiah Seltzer and do some graphics. Hang out with Gary Ben Moshe in the booth up there. But don't talk to him and don't, don't put the coffee pot down on the table when it's hot. V'chulu, v'chulu. And Shmuel Eliwat, you go on a trip of chesed and set up somebody's computer in Kiryat Sefer. Oh, and you can do tzedakah in other ways with him. The kids are, you could eat a meal by me if you so desire. Hang out with Nachman Seltzer, dinner at a restaurant. Seriously, that's for real. Nachman Seltzer, dinner. Noam, uh, we're debating. Depends what age you are. You might be able to hang out with him. <laughs> All right, so without further ado, I did this myself. Our boy say it's very rudimentary. This is our first raffle. This is what it's going to look like. 882 pieces of paper that I cut myself last night at one in the morning. 
Yishkoyach, Yishkoyach. It's nothing to clap about. Instead of learning Torah, I'm sitting there cutting like uh, in pre-1A. But I don't trust myself. What? We're not doing apps. This is the real thing. It is much easier. Apps are old school. This is the... Rabbi Isai, I want to introduce to you the Kayan of the Shear, the CPA of the Shear, Harav Yaakov Schoenberg, who writes every single week in the Merkaz that I've come. Rabbi Yaakov Schoenberg, since you're a CPA and you're Ish Neman, me they don't trust that much. You're going to mix this up a little bit without looking, and you're going to draw. Well, are there any rules to this? Good, well, you'll see. Well, there's going to be two. So it can't be the same name. Maybe there's two names. You have to do it with the right hand. Right hand. Have Kavana that this is Akash Baruch who wants you to draw the ravel for the art scroll. Yomarashas. Oh. Yisrael Weinreb gets a free art scroll shas. You know what that is? No clue who that is. And now, for the MDY tour to Eretz Yisrael, and if you live in Eretz Yisrael, or you don't want to hang out with Nachman Seltzer or myself, $5,000 in cash. Here we go. Hey, you're looking. I see it over there. You're looking. Mix it up. Hey, he's looking again. What do you got? Jason Neiman. Jason! Shabbos by me. Dinner with him. Seven, eight. Jason sounds like a mature adult. He's going to hang out with. All right, these are the two people. Rabbi We have more to announce tomorrow. Going on, we're moving on with Mesechtas Tainas. A lot of people here in our Yisrael, unfortunately, didn't get Gemaris. We have 17 people, I believe, that didn't get Gemaris yet. You know, we have with us Rabbi Eastman, right? It's Eastman? Rabbi Eastman lives right across the street from me. I have Eastwood, 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 Shkoya, Eastwood. I'm very good with names. And he, the Shiro owes him a big Akar Satoy because at, on a number of occasions, his family took care of my anical, my four-legged anical. And he has two four-legged anicals in the dog version and two in the cat version. It's, but he, he took it on. Like during the Siam, uh, the last Siam, we had to get rid of it. He took it. Anyways, he called me up. He says, I, I hear you're giving out Gemaras. Maybe you have an extra one. You cannot find the actual Gemara here in Eretz Yisrael. It's very hard to come by because we basically wiped everybody out of Gemaras. So I gave him an extra Gemara I had laying around without the embossed symbol. Okay. So Yishkoyach, Rabbi Eastwood. Um, I guess there are no emails today. You know what? Let's, we have to show this again. This is Aziza picture of... What's his name? Luz Jacobson? Luz. Luz Jacobson. Here we go. The beginning of shit. Luz Jacobson with his kid. And we're not going to read any emails, but this one uh, from Yehuda Zev Segel. He says, then they walk in. on and on, a death has changed my life. And they're willing to go. I want to go to show my car. I'm not great at emailing, but I had to do this. I had to share. I'm on a Poland trip with Nevei Tzion. And Nevei Tzion, I have a car. My son went to Nevei. We have one of the biggest Russia Kailo in our neighborhood and a big Rav here went to Nevei. I don't know if we say his name. What we should say? No, not, not important. You don't have to scream it out from the booth up there, Yishkoyach. 
These are pictures, one of us doing the daf in Yeshiva's Chachmilu Blin on the yard side of Ramir Shapiro. We're the only ones there at the time. And the other of me making a seum of Beitza by Auschwitz Birkenau, by the gas chambers and crematorium. It's only my third seum of which of them have been with MDY. P.S. I want to hear the story of you and the Neve fight. Nah. And here he is, Yudas Segal in Chachmi Lublin. Here it is. What's his name again? Yehuda Zev Segal from Neveh. Yeah, I guess he was, no, he wasn't named after him. He's too old for that. But boy, Sai, today is Dav Tess. Somebody has to hold on to these. I gotta make sure I don't lose them. Remember that? Israel Weinreb and Jason Neiman. Some video, it's not going anywhere. Okay. Zog the Heilige Gemara. Top of the Tesum Dalf. Udemoisifim Mechoil al Akhoidesh, al Khoidesh Manola. How do we know the concept? of adding minutes, time, we don't know exactly how much, a mashuhu, some say it's a little bit more than that, an hour, some, some even say two hours, which Lukhari doesn't really mean that. But you add a little bit before Shabbos, before Yom Kippur, before Yontif, and before Shemitah. You have to add a little bit, even though it's not Shabbos yet, you have to add, and I said this last time we learned, that I gave myself Musr, and Yuma, Pei Aleph, that... I'm the one that always comes out of the shower last second and I always say because I'm preparing for the shear and I always have an excuse, but it doesn't matter if Shabbos is 2.30 in the afternoon or 8.30 at night, I'm always five minutes before Shkia. So it's a terrible habit. And then, of course, when I'm walking to Shul, I look down at those guys driving their cars to, to Shul a minute before Shkia. But I'm no better. So nothing changed. I said I'm giving myself muster, I'm going to try to be better, nothing changed. Bottom line is we have to be makbid. Especially me. To be Moisif, not to drive to Shul a few minutes before Shkia. That's why we have the whole Adaka Snares. Add extra time in Yushalayim, especially they add a lot of time. The Tishbois. What's interesting about this Pasuk is if you see the beginning of it, you see why it's so interesting, and that's why I'm showing you the beginning. What is it talking about? Shabbos. And then it says, Bechoresh, Uvakotzeh Tishbois, Asher Bekiva, this Lamates Malachas. Why is the Torah pick Bechoresh Uvakotzeh? Says Rebekiva, the second part of the Pasuk is not even talking about Shabbos. It's talking about Shemitah. Because it can't be talking about Shabbos. The problem is that it, it's very hard to understand that it's Shemitah because it already says other places that you can't do Harish and Tzir, as we're going to see later on the Psukim. Elamai, this extra pasuk that's talking about Shemitah, comes to tell us the Chiddush of adding Mekoydash, Mekoyal al-Kaydash. Rebbe Kiva Oimer, Eino Yitzarech Loimar, Chorish V'Kotzeh Shel Shviyas. So step number one is that this part of the pasuk is not even Shabbos, this part of the pasuk talking about Shemitah. But even if it's Shemitah, it's extra, it's not necessary. Sharik V'Nemar, Sod Chalei Sizra. V'Kar Mechalei Sizmar. We're talking about plowing up the, the vineyard right before Shemitah. 
how much before Shloishim Yoyim we learned you can't you can't already you can't mess with the trees thirty days before Shemitah v'katzashel shviyas and to reap the tfua the wheat which brought a third it's also a problem so you see from here two things going into Shemitah you must add thirty days whatever it is today they start in Rosh Hashanah but Back then, in the time of the Mikdash, time of Yoival, it was at least 30 days before. And going out, as you leave Shemitah, all the crap that brought a third has Gdusha Shemitah on it afterwards. In other words, you can't sell it. And people that live in Eretz Israel know about this. This Gdusha Shemitah on the actual fruit. So you have these fruit and... It's already, it's not in the field anymore. So you have to be mavarit. You have to burn it. You have to let it rot, whatever it is. Those kind of things. Okay. Tysis just points out, if you look at the last Tysis, Verbakiva, bottom Tysis, says, Tysis, the Rekiva have a yol of kulu mishviz. Shabbos, v'yantif, yom kippur. So the Pasuk talks about Shemitah. This haisafas chala kodesh by Shemitah. But we learn it for everything. Shabbos also. That's why you have to give a few extra minutes. Yom Kippur also. Yeah, we learned. When we're learning Yuma, Isidara to eat and not to be misana the few moments before Yom Kippur. What? Because they're all the same. They're all Shabbos. They're all uh, resting. They're all in the same Rabbi Shmuel Oimer. Rabbi Shmuel says no. This pasuk sheishes yom tavoy pshutikim hashmoy. It's all referring to Shabbos, even the the bottom part. Becharish of a kotzer tishbois. So what do I do with it? Mecharish rishos af kotzer rishos. Knowing the Torah, are you obligated to plow a field for a mitzvah? So the iser to reap is only when it's not obligatory. Yotzer tziray mereshu mitzvah. There's a mitzvah to cut the barley in order to make the carbon ha'aymer so that we could eat chadash on the second day of Pesach, right? The new crop, all the new wheat, it's not edible. Until you bring this aymer, you can only bring it on the second day of Pesach. You bring this carbon, take the barley, but you have to do ketira right away, says Rabbi Shmuel. And if that day, that night right before you bring it is Shabbos, you have to cut it on Shabbos. I have a whole pile right over here of cut barley. No, I need fresh cut barley. Rabbi Kiva, on the other hand, has, holds no. I could do it beforehand. So anything I do before, I don't have to be Michal Shabbos. But I learn it from Kharish. Just like Kharish is something that you're never Mechuyiv to do. There's no, no one in the Torah does tell you, you must plow your field so you could plant wheat so you could have matzah. You could plant, you could get it from another field. You're not to plant anytime. You're not mechuyiv to be chayrash. So too, katzir, reaping, there's no chiyuv. That's when it's aser. When there is no chiyuv, there's a chiyuv Shabbos. But when there is a chiyuv, such as to make, to reap the wheat, so I have enough to bring for a carbon oimer, then it's mutter to be mechal Shabbos for it. That's what he learns from these words, b'charash of a katzir tishbais, so in fact, it is talking about Shabbos, not Shemitah, like Rebbe Kiva. So if so, he doesn't have a limud to tell us that Moshivim al So how does he know that you have to add a little bit on Yom Kippur, Shabbos, etc.? Rebbe Shmuel Moshivim al 
He learns. When do you afflict all the Inuyim? Can he drink Rechitza? The ninth. The ninth. What day is Yom Kippur? We know Yom Kippur is on the tenth. So then why does the Torah say on the ninth? Maybe you, should, you have to fast two days, the ninth and the tenth. It says in the Pasuk, Betisha. No, it's the ninth and ninth. Maybe after it becomes dark already, in other words, into the tenth. A little bit in the ninth, but mainly in the tenth. So what do you do? You do a You add a little bit. Here's the Mephorshu Pasuk. You're supposed to start fasting in the, in the ninth day. A little bit before Shkiyah. So this teaches us on the ninth, going into the tenth. Erevim Kippur, you have to add a little bit. How do you know that when it's Shkia, you're not allowed to do Melacha, you still have to fast, etc. Or when Yom Kippur goes out, you have to add a few minutes. Ad Erev. Ad Erev in purple. So it teaches us Ad Vad Bechlal. You have to, it's not up until the evening, but the evening included a few minute moments into the eleventh. And how do I know a regular Shabbos? They can't just start Shabbos right then and there. Light blue. And how do I know the same applies? They have to add a few moments to Yontif. Saying when you learn that fiyomi, all these things come up. It's not a chumra not to drive a few minutes before Shabbos to come out of the shower last minute. It's diuresis. This is Shabbos. This is Yom Tov. Shabbat Chem. I heard the crash. I don't know. I guess we'll see because it's all about. We'll, I'm saying because you'll see that limut soon. Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos. They're all, they, every single one says the word Shabbos. What are you saying? The rice that you pass from that you can't, that if you go to the shower, Shabbos. No, so how much before? Yeah. I know, I didn't say how much time. I said to begin with, I don't know how much. We don't know. Some say it's two hours before, in your slime, the Makvit X. But it's a, it's a good thing to be Makvit and say, okay, now, even though it's not Shkia yet, I'm adding a few moments. Now the Dairaisa would be, if you go all the way to Tzaysak Yechavim, not Shkia, go all the way to the last moment, bye. Anytime the Pasuk says the word Shvos, which is to rest, not Shvos, like Isid Herabonon, Moisifin Mechoyl Alakoydesh. Now, so, and that, that includes also Shemitah, by the way. Shemitah has the word of Shabbosoin, Shabbos, and therefore you have to add whatever it is, the days, 30 days, whatever it is before Shemitah. Now, just as a side note, what is the earliest one could accept Shabbos? Which is? 
Huh? So according to almost everybody, it's an hour and a quarter before Shkia or two hours before Tseis. That's the earliest. So anywhere in that, because there are some that say that's what you have to be Moisev. One, one, one Sefer, I forgot who it is, says, and they, they, they talk about it that he doesn't really mean it. He just means that's the earliest. Okay, fine. Rebekiva. This whole pasuk that we just went through, and Rabbi Shema learns from here to be Moisif Chayla Kaidash. Rabbi Kiva already learns it from Bechar Shiva Tishbais. So then, what does he do with this whole pasuk, Rabbi Kiva? Vinisim is Nafshisekim Betisha, this is the famous Gemara. You should inflict yourselves, your, your nefesh, on the ninth. Vichi Betisha Misanim, what? You fast on the ninth? Nobody fasts on the ninth. Vailoi Basiri Misanim. We only fast on Yom Kippur. Ela Leibalach. Kala Eichel Veshoise Bachi. If you eat and drink on the ninth, Malo Lavakosov, turning to the Testament base, Kiilu. His ano shi'i va'asiri. We'll get to the sponsors in a second. So the Torah is telling us a chiddush that there's a mitzvah to eat ervim kippur. Not only is it a mitzvah, the Shulchan Aruch brings that you should be mimaid believing a Torah. A little bit less learning Torah, more eating. Now, if you look at the words here, it says ki'ilu isano shi'i va'asiri. You, you're fasting. If you fast in Yom Kippur, you get schar for what? For one day of fasting. If you eat Erev Yom Kippur, you get schar for two days of fasting. It's as if you fasted the ninth and the tenth. Why? Why is eating a greater mitzvah than not eating? So the Hasidic Shasfarim say that it's a lot harder to eat a fat steak, L'Shem Shemayim, than to fast L'Shem Shemayim. And male, if you do so, you get more schar. As I state. Now, the more you eat, Rashi says here, the more you eat, the more schar you get. The Rabbeinu Yoyna says, why is it? He brings three reasons. Why? So first of all, because Yom Kippur doesn't have a Sudas Yantav. It's Yom Kippur, you have to fast. So this is the Sudas Yantav, one reason. Another reason that a lot of Rishonim talk about is to give you the strength to fast. And another reason is, it's the simcha, the simcha of kapara. You're celebrating the fact here, in a moment, Baruch Hu, this is the day of forgiveness. A lot of times, in Allah also, the, the, the Rabbi Yoyna talks about in Shari Tshuva, that you did the different Aveiri, wait until Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the day that it erases it. So it's a tremendous day. It's the day of forgiveness, so you, make, you give a suda. So, b- based on the middle reason, that it's to give us kaychas, so there's a question, what about women? Are they, are they part of this mitzvah? It's a mitzvah, it's only once a year. It's only on Erev Kippur. Are they mechuyiv, or do they have a mitzvah to eat Erev Kippur? So, who says it? The Ksav Seifer. Ksav Seifer says, and I saw other people bring it as well, Ksav Seifer says two, two main reasons that women have the mitzvah. Why? Because it's part of the Inuy. 
women are mechuyiv on the inuy. So memela, the achila of the ninth is part of that inuy, and they're part of that inuy. So memela, they have the chil. And another reason is, based on the Rishonim, the Rabbin Yaina, the Rosh, the Tur, that it's to give you strength, so women need the strength also. So Mimela, they're in the same mitzvah. They have that mitzvah. Okay. But you see from here, we're almost finished on it. We see from here a major insight that Agash Baruch Hu is mated with us. Agash Baruch Hu gives us the opportunity that with food, with other things, he does it all the time. But we could have a steak and have tremendous benefit from it. It's a chesed that he does with us. Here, eat, enjoy. And you makayim, such a huge mitzvah of, of fasting on Yom Kippur plus a second day. You don't have to go any further than our parasha. This is for Elchanan Pressman. Not for you guys, you don't have to listen. Avraham Avinu. What did he do with his food? And, and every time I read it, I'm nishtayim again. How, who even comes close to that? The shech, three cows, so there's three tongues with the mustard and everything. And it says over there, it says, b'schus, if you look at Rashi, b'schus that Avraham Avinu brought the bread. So Klai Yisrael, look at the ramifications. You do a mitzvah over here, he had no idea. But his, his grandchildren, later generations, they, they were able to have the man. And who gave them the man? Kishbarchu himself. Why? Because Avram Avinu gave them the bread himself. The water, he didn't do himself. Which is interesting, because it says, Yukachno, I don't know why I'm darshing here. Yukachno ma'atmaim. I'm looking at the clock, it's like, wow, it's 7.43, we have all the time in the world. And Dov is like, this is another record, another record, 701 day. Yukach no ma'atmaim. What's ma'atmaim? Raboisai, think about it. Yukach no ma'atmaim. Just take a little. The, the tongue, ooh, large. Everybody gets their own tongue. Eh, bread. Ma'im? Please be careful. Not, not that much. A little. Take a little. So what's pshat? Pshat is because the ma'im came with the shliach. I don't want to be a big tzaddik on the cheshmer of my shliach. Which reminds me of another story. <laughs> the Chavetz Chaim went into the kitchen in Radin. And he's looking around. First they thought maybe he's looking at the hechsher of the food. And then he came out and he washed his hands. Mamish betzimtzum. So they asked him, Rebbe, it says that if you wash your hands, azoi, it's as gulaf ashiros. He says, yeah, but that's why I went into the kitchen. I checked who brought the water. And I found that it's a young Yisayma. I don't want to be rich on the cheshbon of a Yisayma. All right. Can we give Vaiter? Another story? Go. I go Vaiter. Who is the shliach that I'm not being on the water? No. Who? Shmuel. 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 Who got that? Who got the oxen? Shmuel. No. But it says it on bread. The bread, he did it himself. Shmuel, go get that. Told him. Could, it, by the way, it's because Rashi explains he couldn't do both. He couldn't do everything. So whatever he could do, he did. Okay. Sponsors. Or another story, whichever comes first. Another story. I don't have any more stories. Rabbi Saul Salanter, our boys are. Saul Salanter. So one of his chassidim says, listen, Rabbi, please spend showers by me. So he says, you know, my koyach soif is 45 minutes. And then we serve the soup. And then it's divrei taira. And then it's another nigan. And it's le'ela, it's hours. You, you got to... He says, I'll come to you, Bitnai, 
There's, you got to cut out everything. Make it two hours less than usual. He says, he says, bring your chef over here. Bring her. Brings her. He says, I, I'm very, I'm very mitzahir. Uh, I have bad news that this week we're doing a 20-minute suda. She says, Rebbe, gewaldik. That's my She says, such a vacation. She says, what? She's an almana. She needs to go home. She has a family. You're priving all your kayak on her cheshben. No, thank you. Not on Yanis cheshben. Okay. Where are we? Oh. You could sing me while kayak You could hum it while I do this. <laughs> oh, which reminds me of another Misa. <laughs> Sponsored by the MDY Tailing Group for all those who need to do him before seeing choice. <laughs> if this time at the end, we'll tell them the story about the hotel. Please join us at the hillim 8minandav.com. Exactly. We're not going to say any more mices on Yenis Cheshben. The kids have to go to school. The mothers are now taking the kids to school because the, 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 the fathers are learning the daf. Meanwhile, it's story time in MDY. No, thank you. Go home. Take your kids. Sponsor anonymously is chuz for Shalot, Tamar, Chaya, Bat, Sarat, Avrifur, Shlim, Bukhari, Brocha, Simcha, Arikas, Yom, Nachas, from all the children, grandchildren. Zog, the Hale, Yimar, Torah, Rabbana. Yoiveli. Afapish, Lishamtu. Afapish, Lishamtu. What is going on here? Let me make this very simple. Rabboi, Sai. It goes like this. We have three psukim that we need to see here, real quickly. First pasuk is vavarta shoifar trua b'chodesh shvi b'sol achodesh b'yom kippurim ta'aviru shoifar b'chol arzchem. Really, this word vavarta shoifar vavarta shoifar. I don't know what happened to the new one. Okay, vavarta shoifar. There's a mitzvah to blow the shoifar. We're going to learn later on. Everybody has that chiyuv. Everybody take a shoifar and blow on yovel. That's mitzvah number one. That's pasuk tes. Next pasuk pasuk yud. This mitzvah, krosim drar, freedom in your land, everybody goes home. It's a mitzvah to release, to free your slaves. Who? Avadim Ivrim. Then we're going to talk about this. Yoivalhi. Yoivalhi. These words, the first word is a ribuy. Yoival. No matter what, it's a yoival. He is not only like this. So the first mitzvah we learned is what? Shoifer. Ukrasem, to release your slaves, mitzvah number two. Then in between it says, Then it says, This is a mitzvah of every 50 years in Yoival, you give back the real estate, you give back the fields, wherever it came from. So we have three mitzvahs and Yoival in between. And then it says, in Pasuk Yud Aleph, it talks about you're not allowed to work the field. So if you look at it, I'll, I'm doing all the work for you guys. You don't have to do anything here. Here's the order. Release all your slaves. Is the final mitzvah of oops. Yeah, is to give back the fields. Okay, so you have one, two, three mitzvahs in that order. Now, we're gonna have a machloikis here, which one is important? Because Yoival says that no matter what, even if you don't do these things, it's still Yoival. But one of them is gonna be Ma'akiv. One of these three is a mitzvah that you must do in order for Yoival 
to happen because it says he. He is a miyot. No, it has to be like this. Maybe this is important. The second one that you have to release your slaves. Okay? You must release your slaves. If you want Yoival, you want to invoke Yoival, it doesn't happen by itself. It's not Shabbos Kaidish that just comes whether you like it or not. If I'm Mechal Shabbos, Shabbos is going to happen. Yoival, and it seems like from Rashi, very interesting. If there's one slave in the world that wasn't released, no Yoival. Everyone, no Yoival for anybody. You need all the slaves to be released. That's what it seems like from Rashi. All this argument. No, you don't have to release your slaves. You don't have to give back. Shamtu means give back the fields. You know what's important, Rabbi Sai, to blow the shoifar. If you don't blow the shoifar, there's no yoival. Where do you see that? The first mitzvah. These two words, one is a riboy, Yoivel is a riboy, and one is a miyot. You know how I do this once in a while? So a guy writes me an email, he goes, sometimes during the shir, I don't understand what you're saying, you're mumbling. And he points to a place in the shir, so I just like, I mumble. So I go back and I hear myself going, it's just me looking for, my, for the spot. I already said the words. But he didn't know. He's new. He says, sometimes, he said, you even said that some people are working in the cars and they listen to the shir. And, the, and I myself, I don't really look in the Gemara. I listen to the Balpeh. Okay, so Rabid, whoever you are, when you hear me go, it's I'm looking for the spot. I already read the words. So let's do that again. Here we go. Okay. So one word says, no matter, it's going to be whether or not you send your slaves out, whether or not you give back the fields, it doesn't matter. But oh, he comes to say no. But one of these three things is a must. You must blow the shoifer. Why? And he explains. It's possible. It doesn't make sense that everybody has to release their slave. And what if there's no slaves in that year? What if nobody has slaves? Nobody stole, or people steal, but they have what to pay back. Nobody was in a position that they had to be a slave. So what? So there's not going to be a yoival because nobody released a slave. But this is always going to be a horn out there where somebody could blow. I have another reason. Because I can't force, I can't make sure that every slave is released. What if you hide a slave in your basement? But Bezdin can make sure they take a shoifer and they blow and everything is good. My Dover Acha, why do I need another reason? <clears throat> Maybe I'll say, but at the end of the day, it's impossible. Somewhere, somehow, there is a slave. So your whole Svar is off. You're telling me that maybe one year there's no slaves. Yeah, it's impossible. The whole world, all the Jews around the world, must be some sort of slave somewhere. So I'll tell you, okay, I have another, right, there is a slave. But Bezdin is not, they can't enforce it. Since they can't enforce it, it doesn't make sense that the Torah 
said that Yoival is dependent on something they can't enforce. But a shoifer they could enforce, they could blow a shoifer. Okay, we just had a great reason why it's dependent on a shoifer, not dependent, Yoival is not dependent on slaves. Why did you say that it's dependent on slaves? Where do you get it from? As you see right over here, So with this simple device over here in my hand, this sugi is very, very simple. It says, And this drasha goes on one mitzvah before it, but not two mitzvahs before it. Vavarta shoifar is two away. Therefore, yoivel, that it should become yoivel, is only on the one before and not even the one after. Only the one before. Mikra nidrash lefanov, v'loy lefanov. So yoivel is dependent on slaves. Because right before it says, Krasen drar, drar is freedom. Ba'aretz l'chal Everybody, every Jew, no matter if you're a slave or not, you are free to go when it comes yoivel. Says the Gemara, the Kuli Alma Dror Loshon Cheros. But everybody agrees that the word Dror means freedom. My Mashma, where do we get it from? The Sanya in Dror, Elo Loshon Cheros. Like a person who's dwelling somewhere, he has the right to go as he pleases into any country. He has the passport to get anywhere and to sell everywhere. He has all the right paperwork. Or, like I like to call it, he has an RV. And talking about an RV, let me tell you a story about my RV. No, a different day. If I had to say a story about an RV, which one would I say? The pipe. When did I say the pipe one last? Yeah, but there's a lot of people that didn't, have no idea what we're talking about. I'll just say this, Rabbi if you're new, there was a time in place where I thought it was important to your, your, uh, Yeshua, Yeshua. You're going into this, there's a camera underneath. You're going into the camera. The, there's a time and place when I thought it was important to buy toys. Yosef, where are you going? It's story time. I'm not saying a story now. I just want to say that I bought a plane and it wasn't enough for me. So I bought an RV and that's it. The rest of the stories will say a different time. But it, had, it got me nothing. It just got me one trip to New York and a lot of stories. Zehu zeh. A lot of heartache. The plane also got me from... I went to a few of my properties and then crashed. And we'll talk about it a different time. Now with me in it. Say, we had a machlokes, Rabbi Yosef, is it this one that's important? Is this one? Chacham say they're all important. In order for Yoival to happen, you need all three. You need to blow the shoifer. You need to free all the slaves. And you have to give back all the fields. Why? Say This limud Yoival that should become Yoival goes down, goes up. Not only does it go up, but it goes super up. It goes to the two on top. You hear that? Great. But Yoival tells us there's a ribuy. No matter what, even if you don't do one of these, it should happen. So what do I do with the word Yoival? Even in chutzlaretz, you must release your slaves. You must do these things. Some of these things don't apply, but basically slaves. 
But what do we do about, in the Pasuk it says, where is it? Kitzer, one of the Pesukim, you saw that it says Baret. This one, I believe. No. Here we go. Ukrasim drar ba'aret. This way. Oh, getting used to it. Yeah, okay. Ba'aret. It's hard. Try it. It goes backwards, forwards, and this is the light. Says the Gemara, when this freedom in Eretz Israel, when people release the slaves, then you do so in Chutzlars. That's what it comes to tell us. Not that it's only in Eretz Israel, it's not a mitzvah to baaretz, but rather it's dependent on whether or not the mitzvah is happening in Eretz Israel, then it happens in Chutzlars. That the first day of Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah for Arla. What's Arla? When you plant, when the plant takes root. You have three years that you cannot eat the fruit, it's also to eat the fruit. And on the fourth year, it's Revai, and we use that, it's similar to Meiser Shani. You take the fourth year fruit, you bring it to Yerushalayim, you can eat it in Yerushalayim. Or you can redeem it for money, bring the money to Yerushalayim and buy food with it. Uchsev. It says the following pasuk right after Menolam. First pasuk talks about Arla. The pasuk right afterwards talks about not this one. Kids, everything is mixed up here. Not this one. Okay, it's somewhere. You'll have to trust me that the next pasuk of Shana Revius, the following pasuk, Vialif Shana Shana Mitishrei, Dechsev Bereishis Hashana, and we already had these limudim yesterday. Now let's find it for now. Just why not? We still have a minute. Here we go. Okay. It says in the Pasuk, So this is the Pasuk of Arla. And it says the word Shanim. It also says, that Tishrei, Aleph Tishrei is the beginning of the year. And that, that's the Sukh we had yesterday. That's Rosh Hashanah for Din, etc. So may I learn Shana Shana. And so when does Arla start? Like Rosh Hashanah, Aleph Tishrei. Biligmar asked the Gemara Shana Shana Minisan, the same question we had twice before. Let's learn out of this pasuk that it's the first of Nisan. It also says the word Shana. Rishanu the Chol The pasuk of Nisan has the word Chadashim that doesn't fit with our pasukim. These two pasukim don't have the word Chadashim, so it's a lot better to learn Arla from Rosh Hashanah. That's Aleph Tishrei, and not from Nisan. That's Aleph Nisan. Have a wonderful day.